The We Are Dog Nation podcast reports and opinions are not those of UGA. This is not yet an official podcast of the University of Georgia. This is the International We Are Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation, and that is short for Dog Nation. And our dogs take the field for the third year in a row, go down to Jacksonville, Florida, and curb stomp the Florida Lizards by the score. And yes, I said Lizards. That's, that's all they are. By the score of 24 to 17. And although it's just a touchdown point different, a seven point different, that score was a whole lot further away than what the scoreboard, sh- the scoreboard showed. They're fortunate that a lot more of those field goals we had didn't turn to touchdowns. They're fortunate that the holding call on Matt Landers at the last moment brought back that touchdown that DeAndre Swift had. They're fortunate that just by a little bit in the back of the end zone, Jake Fromm overthrew Lawrence Cager going to, going into the uh, going into halftime. That could have been a touchdown. It could have been in the 30s and possibly 40s. So it could have been a repeat of 2017 all over again. So they're very fortunate to overcome up shy just seven points. But our dogs take the field. We we extend this lead now. According to UGA, which that what matters, we say. The overall series is 53 wins, Georgia, to Florida's 43 wins and two ties. For some reason, when they from Florida, Gainesville, I guess it can't count down there. They say it's 52 wins to 43 wins and two ties. They don't remember playing a certain game, I guess. Whatever. We own the series. We beat them for the third time in a row. And by the way, that's six times in the last 10 years the tables have turned in the Georgia Florida rivalry and I was sitting up there yesterday thinking to myself and today thinking to myself man I remember when we beat Florida in 2004 and I was like man that was a big deal because we finally beat Florida and we beat again in 2007 like man we beat Florida wow that feels so great because it was, it was so far and in between we beat them now it's a regular basis Oh, it's a new day. We got, we finally got the right coach. We got the right players coming in, and they're gonna keep coming in, and it's gonna keep happening. And we're, oh, by the way, this is November third, two thousand nineteen, and as of the day, at this moment, it's been eleven hundred days exactly since Florida has beaten Georgia in football. And it might be a biased opinion, but it's my opinion. It's just this is this Bulldogs. Uh, podcast, I say it's going to be 1,100 more days until Georgia loses to Florida. And once 1,100 more days get here, let's add on 1,100 more days after that. We have their number. Let's extend this lead out, this overall series out, and keep beating Florida each year. What a wonderful day. And what a wonderful time to bounce back, man. Had a hard loss against South Carolina. You know, Jake Fromm had his, that, that one bad game he had every year. We came out against Kentucky in the rain. 
it was slowed down. 21 point shut, shutout. By the way, that was the second time this year we had a shutout. And I can't remember. I tried looking it up. I couldn't find it. I can't remember the last time. I couldn't find the last time Georgia shut out two opponents in the same season. That defense is for real. And we only that defense has only allowed basically outside of South Carolina, you know, overtime, but basically in regulation. No team has put up more than 17 points. Now, I know we got a little more ways to go the last part of the regular, regular season here in November, but that's pretty remarkable. In eight, in eight games, no team in regulation has put up more than 17 points against that defense. I, remember, I said it before on the podcast earlier, uh, early on this year, David Pollock came, to the, uh, came down to watch the practice and said that defense is for real, and I'm seeing it, man. I mean, the question we had about the run game, you know, of, of stopping the run and the, the front line defense and the defense alignment, I think that question has been answered. I think that question has been answered. Them boys out there balling. Got a little, little more tightened up to do on the, on the secondary, but the secondary is doing pretty well. It's a little more tightened up. I think it'll get even better once Tyson Campbell gets fully healthy out there in this last stretch of the season. So, what a great win. What a great day to be a Georgia Bulldog. And Lawrence Cajun, I tell you, man, every year Kirby finds that graduate transfer, it seems like he, they really contribute to this team. And Lawrence Cajun has been a major gift to the University of Georgia, a major blessing to the University of Georgia. Seth, by the way, he's he got the game ball of for the week. We are done this game ball. Posting on Twitter. Game ball go about that kid, that young man. Seven catches, 132 yards, and a touchdown. He showed out. He came back healthy right in the nick of time. Man, it, it was he could have could have two touchdowns. You know, it's awesome. This this flat out awesome. This flat out awesome. And so great performance by Jake, great performance by Officer Line. Oh, oh yes, yes, the Officer Line. Oh, how could I forget? How could I forget? Florida came in to Jacksonville, Florida. To the Georgia-Florida game. That defense good. That defense good. Okay. And they were leading the SEC. I'm not sure about all about college, all the college football, but I know for sure they're leading the SEC in sacks with 29 sacks coming to that game. And when they left out that game in Jacksonville, Florida yesterday, they left out with 29 sacks. That's right. The Great Wall of Georgia shut all that down. Gave Jake Fromm plenty of time, plenty of space and opportunity to do what he's going to do. Shut it down. No sacks. And are we forgetting, I think, what, what was 10 sacks that Florida had against Miami in the first game of the season? And we all know how bad Miami is. Or definitely was at the first game of the season. So, <clears throat> I mean, really. And all the analysts, all the analysts going against us. Florida going to beat us. Georgia don't have it. Look, we got the players. I never doubted that. I never doubted Jake Fromm. I know some players, no, not some players, excuse me, some fans were doubting Jake Fromm. I was never doubting Jake Fromm. I know what we got 
on this team, offense and defense. We're loaded. The problem is, and I know he called a decent game yesterday, James Coley got a good team to improve. And if he got some pressure on him yesterday, over the past couple weeks, and heard the pressure, and heard the talk about how terrible he was, not just from fan base, from people who wasn't part of the fan base, who were ESPN analysts talking about how bad he was, then good. Then good. He needs to keep improving. Because we got too much talent not to be putting up 30 and 40 points a game. But he did good yesterday. But he ain't off the hook because although, you know, Fromm had almost 280 yards passing the touchdown, something like that, um, that 15 yard pass, that 52 yard pass for a touchdown was the first pass over 15 yards against an SEC opponent all year in their games. That's unacceptable. So it has to get better. So James Coley is not off my list yet. He's still off my you need to go somewhere else, go somewhere else list and Kirby to hire the offensive coordinator list. I'm, he's still on that list. But that's enough about that. Great win. And we control our destiny. We control the SEC East. We got to win out. And you know what? Maybe, just maybe, that South Carolina loss was a blessing. In the long term, it's a blessing in disguise. DeAndre Swift said it. If you're counting Georgia out, you can't count. Because the team said it last week. Every game that we face going forward is a playoff game. Yesterday in Jacksonville was a playoff game. Against Missouri, 7 o'clock Saturday night, it's a playoff game. The next following week when we play Auburn, it's in Auburn. Hey, two years ago, it didn't go well for us up there up in Auburn. We got to go out there and win against Auburn and, and on their home field. That's a playoff game. Texas A&M, that's a playoff game. Playing them at home. And Georgia Tech, I mean, look, listen. It's a, well, thank God we, we finished with Cupcake at the end of the season. You know, like, okay, cool, we had these tough games here. We got little old Georgia Tech, flat them around a little bit, and get and hopefully be going to the SEC Championship game. Now, I'm looking at what's ahead of us. I'm looking at who's still undefeated. I'm looking at what could possibly happen. Okay, Ohio State, Penn State, Clemson, Alabama, LSU, they're all undefeated still. But next week, Alabama and LSU got to play each other. Somebody got to lose. Ohio State and Penn State got to play each other. Somebody got to lose. Clemson, you know, they might go undefeated because they play nobody. But then again, you can't just count them out because last year they didn't play nobody to the playoffs and they won it all anyway. And so our destiny is in our hand. But the, the thing is about when I look at LSU and I look at Alabama, I look at uh, Ohio State and I look at Clemson, I don't see nobody. Even Oklahoma still have a chance. They went out and went a Big 12. I don't see nobody who is invincible. There's not that one person I can point to and go, man, nobody's stopping them this year. I mean, last year, I mean, at one point, I'm like, man, if we don't beat Bama, Bama gonna win it all. And see what you saw what happened last year. Okay, they got beat by four touchdowns in the championship game. But this year, it's anybody's game. Anybody can lose. I mean, Florida gave LSU a hard time. It came up short, but it goes to show you that's not a day in invincible. 
And I think our defense is better than Florida anyway. And so we'll see if we, if we play LSU. And I, I saw this ridiculous thing with Paul Feinbaum talking about Georgia don't want Alabama. Man, shut up. Paul Feinbaum like a puppet. Okay? A little dummy. You sit, you sit on your knees somewhere. We don't want, we don't want Alabama. No, we want anybody in our way. And no, listen. No one is guaranteed. It's up in the air. And you can lose any Saturday. And maybe, what my thinking is, just maybe, just maybe, well, back against a wall like this, we're coming up so shy, uh, uh, Buster played shy in 2017, and so coming so close to playoffs yet again last year, the emotion, the drive, the desperation, us wanting it. Man, I'm not, I'm not I'm not taking it anybody for granted. I'm not just saying we're guaranteed to win the championship. I'm not saying that we're guaranteed to be in the playoffs. I'm not saying that we're guaranteed to go to the SEC championship and win it. But I'm not I'm also not saying we're not gonna do that. We have a real shot at this. So the next four games. This month of November. It's gonna be very interesting. We right in the thick of it, guys. But anyway, enough about that great win and coming up, another great win coming up here on next Saturday. But the highlight of my weekend, the absolute highlight of my weekend, outside of us beating Florida, is the reaction and disappointment and the shock and the excuses of the Florida Gator fans. Cry me a river. Wine, wine, wine. Cry, cry, cry. I posted on my Twitter account that we are Adult Nation, just like the podcast. You know, I posted that Lawrence Cager, you know, seven catches, 132 yards, and a touchdown. I posted that he was he he gets the game ball for the We Are Adult Nation podcast. And I got, you know, several thousand followers. It's like over 7,000 followers. It's over 7,000 followers on Twitter. And so you tweet stuff out, you know, different fan base going to see your stuff because people that got different, you know, follow different people, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. And so this one idiotic fan, and this is where I tell you, before I get to this story, I mean, I'm sorry, let me pause right there. I don't mean to jump all over the place, but, but I have this thing on my podcast, what I'll call the dummy of the moment. And the dummy of the moment, it's gonna go for for this idiot I'm about to talk about who's a Florida fan, and all the other Florida fa- Florida fans who are idiots, and also go out the damn mother. So, without further ado, let me get my theme song ready for my dummy of the moment. Dummy, indeed. So, this person on Twitter, 
quoted my tweet after I tweeted out game ball goes out to Lawrence Cager. They tweet out the game ball and they go to the refs. They help y'all win. Oh my God. Are you serious? If you're complaining about that one play that was questionable that Cager held onto the ball, all of the, all of the ball hit the tip of the ground, he was still holding on to us. That that, game, that call kind of you know questionable. If you're calling that the reason why we beat y'all, you're you're in you are uh, are in denial. Because was it the referee's fault that Florida only had 21 yards rushing? Was it the referee's fault the Giants they, Florida didn't score a touchdown until the fourth quarter? Was the referee's fault the Cajun got loose and scored a 50 yard touchdown? Give me a break. I mean, the past two years, you had these idiots coming out saying the better team didn't win. And then for Dan Mullen, oh, Dan Mullen, they asked this idiot, this dummy, how far, what's the measuring stick? How far are you behind UGA? And he says seven points. <laughs> Is that what you think? That, that, you think you're close? They're fortunate they lose four games. They barely beat Miami. They barely beat Kentucky. And then, and, and back to the dummy on Twitter for a second. I'll put down, you know, I'll tweet it back, you know, excuses, cries, et cetera, et cetera. And they responded back with, you know, well, George is overrated. Y'all not a top 10 team because y'all lost to South Carolina. And we beat two top 10 teams. Oh my goodness, you can't be this stupid. Well, I guess you can, because it's a, it's a free country. You can be dumb and stupid if you want to, but you can't be this really. Really? How do you give credit? Okay? How do you give credit to beating a top 10 team? Then tell us we're overrated because we lost to South Carolina. But that means you lost to a team that lost to an unranked team. Like, we still beat you. Like, how stupid can you get? So, y'all get credit for beating the top 10 team, which was us. But, we don't get credit for beating y'all? Because y'all the top 10 team? This, this stupidity was just running wild on that post. I just laughed at him. I said, look, look, listen. Save your excuses for next year. Because you're going to need them. It's comical now. Every year you got excuses. Every year. And the, and the, one the, oh my God. One of the best, one of the best uh, jokes about Florida that I saw. You know, Florida called themselves DBU. We're supposed to be defensive back university. Well, somebody put down DBU as in dogs beat us. Love it. I love it. Classic. Classic, 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 classic. It is good. It is great to be a Georgia Bulldog. But the season's not over yet. Four games left in regular season. We got to win out to get to Atlanta. We'll face either Alabama or we'll probably face either LSU. And any team can lose. Any team can win. 
and sometimes storylines line up. How amazing would it be if Ohio State and Georgia are playing each other for national championship this year? Somebody posted on one of the Facebook websites, on the Dogs Facebook website, where they ordered a pair of uh, Georgia Bulldog baby socks, and by accident they sent a Georgia Bulldog baby sock and Ohio State baby sock. I'm like, man, wouldn't that be something else if we had to face Ohio State and you and for those who hate the field strong comparison, well, hey, that's all we're gonna talk about leading up to that game. But we'll see. Long season ahead. We got we got a short month, but still a long way to go. So next week, seven o'clock, Sanford Stadium at Dooley Field. Our dog will take the field. I'll be back yet again. Next Sunday. I missed the one at the Kentucky game, but I'll be back next Sunday. Do another podcast, reach it on Twitter and release it on Facebook. And keeping this thing going. Let's see how the season will turn out. I'm excited each and every week. So, if this is your first time listening to We Are We Are Dog Nation podcast, thank you. Please, please come back. For those of you who are, are returning listeners and give me all the feedback and encouragement, I tell you something, I cannot thank you enough. From the bottom of my heart, I just want to get on here uh, one day and express my love for the dogs and the podcasters group. And this is my second season doing the podcast. I look forward to pushing, doing it more. And this, in, and in two years, in two seasons, because I started it in April 2008, in 2018. So it hasn't been exactly two years yet, like about a year and a half. And I'm already in 10 different countries. And having anywhere from 70 to 100 something folks listen to a podcast each week. So I can't thank you guys enough. I really, really do. Uh, but until then, until next week. Oh, I'm sorry. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the podcast. You click on the button to subscribe. Um, have follow me, follow me on Twitter at We Are Donation. Follow me on Instagram at We Are Donation. Follow me on Facebook at We Are Donation. But until next week, guys. Have a great Bulldog week. And as always, go dogs. Sit. Woo.